podcast fam? Hope you are doing well. I just want to say thank you so much for taking time out of your day to listen to the content that I put out. It means the absolute world to me. I genuinely hope that you enjoy this podcast. If you do or have any questions or just want to provide feedback or want to say what's up, best way to get in touch with me is through texting me. You could text me at 631-250-6950 if you're in the US or if you're on WhatsApp, you could text me at one 833 So if you want to reach out, that'd be fantastic. If you want to subscribe, there's going to be a new podcast every single day. So definitely come back, get your contact, content fix, and uh, stay tuned. And if you want to see the clips of each of these, these, these podcasts, you can check me out on Instagram or TikTok or Facebook and you see the clips or the full video versions on YouTube. Thank you so much and enjoy the podcast. everybody welcome back to the channel my name is jacob restituto and i'm a musician from northport new york and today i have the absolute pleasure a long awaited there this is like i think this is probably the most requested request for an interview uh we have blake mclean here we have birds of paradise we have alec and alex i'm really looking forward to chatting with you guys you guys just released a new track and i heard it and filmed a video to it and it is sick the music video is also pretty cool too man so, thank you so uh, much how i'll let you guys introduce yourselves yeah, okay, so obviously I'm Blake McLean and I'm a music producer. <laughs> I'm Alec, I'm the guitarist. I'm Alex, I'm the bass player. Love it, love it. So how did you guys meet? Um, we've been playing in bands together for a long time, actually. So we all kind of played in metal bands in high school. Um, him and I played, uh, Alex and I played in like our very first band together. Yeah. Like at the... I was like a freshman in high school. It was awful. It was yeah. so bad, man. Like we have some stories about it that. It's ridiculous. Bad. But, and then Alec played in a bunch of metal bands too. And like, after, um, after I went to college and came back, I remember I hit up, I don't even know how you started coming back here. I have no idea, but he comes over to my house like just, twice a week. Like, I just showed up. Yeah. You just kind of showed up. Yeah. But you know, he's always kind of played bass and he's always been amazing at it. And Alec, I would call him every once in a while and just, have him come over and like work on some stuff, you know, and help me with some tracks and like, you know, add some guitar on top of things. Cause he's just stupid good at music theory, and like all guitar. And, you know, we kind of tried a couple different things in the past. We had um, another band we started a few years ago called Champagne, which was pretty fun. It was very like DNC, like yeah. Maroon 5-ish, you know? It's a cool and, name though for a band. I actually liked that a lot. Yeah, it was pretty fun. You know, we had like t-shirts that said like, I heart champagne on them. <laughs> you know, and I was like, this is the best marketing tool ever. Like, you know, we could sell this to anyone. Um, but, you know, we just kind of have always ended up playing together. And when I decided I kind of wanted to put a band together again, mm. um, actually, they were going to help me write music for the artists on the label that I started and kind of do some of that in the background and everything. And then we just started writing like on our own and I decided let's do a band, you know, and so it just sort of came together. Amazing. So that's yeah. actually the perfect segue into, I want to, or I guess we'll, we'll, we'll cap that for later. Let's, I want to go into that, talk about the label for a little bit. Um, but let's talk about the single a little bit more. Um, yeah. So is this single, is it, so it's till September. Uh, yeah. It's the title of the track. Um, is it, is it leading up to an album? Is it leading up to an EP? Is it just a track? I'm curious. No, it's leading up to an EP. We've been working for, about four or five months on stuff and i really upped like all of our recording equipment and everything like that you know and um mixing it ourselves and, and mastering everything ourselves and doing everything ourselves you know so we have been writing for a while and just kind of trying to find a sound as well which has been 
a bit of a difficult process. Yeah. You know, I'd but say it's, we've, it's also like a really fun part. It of really process, is, but we right? have jumped around a lot. Yeah. When it started, it was like we tried to be like like Tom Petty meets like Fleetwood Mac, mm -hmm. you know, and then it just sort of progressed into like almost like an islandy kind of like alternative islandy that kind of a thing and then all of a sudden this just came out of nowhere mm -hmm. and it was like we like this sound this is really yeah. cool you know what i mean and there were definitely some influences from some things but but overall we probably wrote what 30 songs at least oh, yeah. yeah we wrote a lot so yeah. this is my question about the music industry i'm curious why not just release all 29 other songs well so i'm i'm a bit of a perfectionist a sure yes and you know, man, I'm very like, and I know they are too, you know, but very like, I want them to be the absolute best that they can possibly be. Sure. And so, you know, you write them and then you kind of pick the absolute best ones. And if, if they don't really do it, you know, for me here, then like, and I know it's the same with you guys, yeah. you know, if it's not really yeah. doing it there in every single way, even if you've listened to it a thousand times, I really don't want to release it. Yeah. You know what I mean? So that's kind of how I am. Plus I feel like it's, you know, you don't want to overwhelm people with too much because sure. if you overwhelm people with way too much, they just have no idea like what to pick. It's like, I always say with artists that release like, like 30, 40 song albums, you know, um, it's, it's you almost forget the sad. first song. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's yeah. almost kind of sad because like you have yeah. the bangers in there that end up getting lost as opposed to if you had released them on their own or released them, you know, in a smaller context, then people have the opportunity to really, really, really appreciate them. Yeah, yeah, it's not to say that none of these songs like won't get released ever. Yeah. Some of them they just get kind of put on the back burner. Sure. If you come back and revisit them, you know, a little bit later, yeah. maybe something else inspires you. So you're like, you know what? Let's do this with it. Yeah. Like there's like one that. that I told you guys, I'm just not vocally ready for yet. Yeah. Like I can't do it yet. You know, I can't deliver it. Oh, right. And it's and it's a killer. It's like, a killer. It's song. a killer. But we're excited about that one too. There's some cool stuff, man. Yeah, yeah absolutely. That's that's wild. So what does the typical writing process look like for you guys? It's all over the place. Man, it really is. Like, okay, so we were literally just working on one that um, me and Alex started. We started it through Messenger. Okay. Like, through Messenger, right? I was like, hey, Alex, here's some chords and here's a melody. Can you do something with it? And he was like, yeah, yeah. So what if we did this? And I'm like, well, what if you add that? And he's like, okay, then we could do this. And then we come here and Blake's like, uh, so what if we just change everything? And we're huh. like, pretty much that always sure. works. And then, you know, we just start kind of forming it around some stuff. Oh, yeah. and like I had a lyric idea yesterday. And I was like, you know what? It would sit really well with this. And so we just kind of started playing with it. And a lot of times it just comes out, mm -hmm. you know, and just a lot of times on like on the first try, like, honestly, we just recorded like three fourths of the track about 30 minutes ago. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> so I love it. That's sick. Went from acoustic to very ambient with a lot of layered tracks. Yeah. Yeah. You know, like sure. Yeah, that's what. That's Sorry. what I noticed definitely in, in the track is this big ambient kind of, uh, yeah. you know, but it, but it's funny. So I, if you end up watching the video that I did, which now you don't even have to because I'm telling you what I said. Um, <laughs> it, I, I felt like this whole like like ambient vibe, right? And then it maybe it's because you, you foreshadow it to some degree with this reverse sound in the intro. You have like this reverse guitar yeah. or something like coming in and it's big. And then it kind of gets very ethereal with the acoustic yeah. guitar, maybe the... Uh, um, the the fate I couldn't tell if it was a phaser or a chorus going on in the electric guitar. There's there's a it's a chorus and a spreader. I used um I used uh oh my gosh. Oh here we go. We're getting techie. I love this stuff, yeah. man. This is right up I, my alley. I use like the, the Chris Lord Owls like um wave plugins, you know, and yeah. you know how you can apply the effect on guitar and like take the, the spreader and turn it all the way up. 
I did that and then also use like uh, um, like an EMT like 140 on there, you know, to just kind of really give it like some big verb and stuff and then layer that verb, you mm -hmm. know, so I that love it kind of doubling on itself. Yeah. I love the, uh, oh, interesting. Oh, so that, that spreader is a phaser kind of effect. Yeah. Yeah. That's pretty much what I'm using. So it's almost like, you know, you have the two, the two signals and they're both in phase with each other. So it kind of, yes, that's that fascinating. Yeah, yeah. 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 That's cool. That's really interesting actually. No, that was sick, man. And, but you could tell like the slight tension building throughout the track. And yeah. I was like, I was like, okay, this is either going to like continue to stay real chill. It's just going to be a chill song. Or like, I'm like three quarters and I'm like, it's de it's definitely going to start building. And then you hear the snare yeah. start going. Yeah, so he just punches you in the face. Yeah, this is fantastic. And yeah. now that you mentioned that intro as well, actually, you guys don't even know this, but that intro, I actually took, um, I took the the sound of the door at you know my other house. It like creaks whenever you open it, and I cut it up and I pitched it so that it ends up kind of doing this like that sort of a thing, and it just kind of really sits in with the the lyrics of the song too. That's wild. You know? Yeah. So and then it. also cicadas in the background as well. In the very beginning, if you listen in the in the back, um, and I reverse them also in that reversal, but then wow. for the first like maybe 10, 15 seconds, there's cicadas because you know they're almost like um, transitioning into into fall. I love yeah. that. Plus, you can't record. You're a Florida boy, so you can't record anything down in Florida without hearing the cicadas going on. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. I was like, you know, what? I'm using this. I'm just gonna use it. I love that, man. That's so crazy. So let's back back up a little bit and like. One of the things that's really cool about like building a, a community is like people people are loving your track and um, yeah. it's based on YouTube. You know, from what I've seen, a lot of the the, the support that you've had is from YouTube, um, mm -hmm. which is wild. Like it's really really cool how that's 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 happening. And um, your story is pretty interesting because like I think we started around similar times on YouTube, but your channel just like freaking you know, skyrocketing and I'm so pumped for you, but like, um, it's, it's, I would love to hear your story and then maybe for other YouTubers that are starting off, you know, that, that have maybe a hundred followers yep. or subscribers, like what tips would you give them? I have a couple big ones. Um, Oh, I love it. Ready? Honestly. So let's start, let's start with your backstory first and then go into those that you think help okay. lead to the success. So the backstory is actually, um, it's a really, it's a crazy thing. And I talked about this on my vlog channel as well. I actually gave the whole story of how I, I got here, but really and truly it was during COVID and um, it was right before it started, but it, it was kind of getting to the height of it. You know, I was in law school um, at Belmont for entertainment law in Nashville. And I had gone to my, um, my parents' condo in North Carolina for spring break. And one of the crazy things is before I left, I packed up my car with all my studio stuff because I bring it everywhere I go just in case, you know, to write and stuff like that. And I was leaving my apartment. Everything was down in my car. I had like one extra thing in my hand. That's it. And I locked my apartment door and I walked down the hallway and I was getting in the elevator and I stopped. And for some God only knows weird reason, I turned back around and I went back and I got my camera. Yeah. Yeah. And then I left and I put it in the car and I really didn't think much of it. I was just like, you know, maybe I'll just kind of film some of the stuff that I'm doing or whatever. And then I ended up getting the call later on that week that we weren't going back to classes. And in my brain, I'm like, sweet, this is awesome. Like I get to do this online, which is what I've always been best at. I did my undergrad at UF online for criminology. So that way I could, I could you know, kind of work on music in the meantime and continue to balance because I like to balance things myself. And so 
as COVID started hitting, I was taking finals and I was doing it all there and I was alone. You know, my parents left. So it was just me up there in the mountains all by myself. And hmm. I was like, I'm, I was actually watching Steven's channel and I was like, I can do that. That'd be fun. I'm going to do that. Like just to, to pass some time, you know, like in between studying and everything to get my brain off of all this mess of, you know, legal everything. <laughs> and, uh, I just decided to start the channel and, and, honestly, it just took off faster than I could have ever expected, you know, and I think a lot of it has to do with, you know, the amazing fandoms that I was able to like tap into. And I mean, they're just all such incredible supportive people, you know, and I feel like that was really and truly key. Um, that, and also, you know, getting to the kind of the tips, one of the things that I've learned and experimented with in the past as well is quality consistency and, um, I feel like your your background and just the way that you present yourself is extremely, extremely, extremely important. Like I background would, as in like background as your personality or background aesthetic. No, well, that too, like your personality as well, but the aesthetic as well, you know, and just how how high quality everything is and how nice it looks, you know, because people are far more drawn to a feeling and an atmosphere mm. and create that, then they're gonna mm. keep coming back, you know. Like, for example, I would actually in the, in the condo, I would turn the air down like really, really low before I filmed that way I could get my tea. And then when I set my tea down, there'd be steam coming off of it so that it just kind of gave you that feeling. You know what I mean? Like I would go to massive lengths. I to love sure that. Every background was great. I even spent with every place I've had to go because I haven't really had a, a solid place that I've been in for a while. I will spend like they know I will spend like 10 hours, 11 hours, just moving things into perspective, getting everything perfect before I film, getting the lighting right, getting, you know, making sure I can color correct it right, making sure everything looks as good as possible. See, I appreciate that as a creative because I think it's so, and I love hearing the backstory because I think it's so easy for people to see the success and just be like, this guy just set up a camera, you know, and started film. And it's like, that's not the case. You know, oh, like so it's, I, I saw a meme on Instagram like to, earlier today. And it's like this guy, it's like, it was a cartoon, like a caricature, like what you'd see in like a, in a, in the newspaper. And it was this guy viewing some guy on a relatively small mountaintop. Um, and yeah. the guy's like, like, uh, you know, Simba holding out his, uh, his, his music and this yeah, guy's yeah. like, this looks easy. You know what I mean? From that perspective. But then climbing up the mountaintop on the way down is all the crazy things he had to get to. You know what I mean? Like nobody yeah, yeah, else absolutely. sees. So I appreciate the fact that like, all the little details that you actually took, it wasn't yeah. just you setting up a camera. It was you turning down the AC. It was you, you know, sp tweaking, you know, yeah. like it's driving me insane. And I, I don't even want to say it right now because now people are going to notice that. I, I rehung my wall and it's slightly slanted and it's now driving... I see it man. the second you pointed it out like before it is driving you me insane. I was like, Wait a it's driving me insane I, I had to take it down and now it's now I had to re-put it up and I screwed it back in slanted and it's driving me crazy oh, no. <laughs> that's fantastic though. Oh, yeah, so, man, I love it I think that and you know there was one other thing that actually is really funny that I think was one of the other reasons that it kind of took off was doing the full albums I did that sarcastically at first, because I had all these people like commenting under after I did some five seconds of summer, they're like, you should do the whole calm album. And in my brain, like after a bunch of people had said it, I was like, okay, yeah, nobody's going to watch that, but fine. Since everybody is saying it, I'm literally just going to do the whole thing, make it as long as I possibly can and just prove to everyone that nobody's going to watch it. 
and then they all watched it. Yeah. And then I, got into this, I got into this album cycle. I'm like, oh God, now I have to do full albums like all the way through. Which is exhaust. People have no clue how exhausting that is. It takes so long, man. And to edit everything and get it all, you know, right afterwards, like it takes a long time. And I was filming in 4K back then. So I would mm. literally like, I would import the footage, which would take forever because it was 4K and it was, there was so much there. Mm -hmm. And then edit it. And like, whenever I went to go and, you know, export, it would be like a three hour export and then like <laughs> another like four hour upload onto YouTube. And I was waking up in the middle of the night at like three o'clock in the morning, like going out to my computer and just to make sure it exported so I could get it out the next day. Like that's crazy. And then if it gets blocked, you have to re-edit it. Exactly. Which is the worst. <laughs> like, oh shoot, man. That is so crazy. Yeah. That is so crazy. So the real question is when, uh, when is Alec and Alex going to start their own channel? So we're working on a couple things right now. Uh, you know, we have done some band reactions as yeah, well, on the yeah. channel, which have been a lot of fun, you know, and, we've really enjoyed that it's it's hard to to get everyone together to do it you know and, and take sure. the time to do it all but um when we do it it's a ton of fun and and these guys actually don't know some of the ideas that i have right now for them so they'll see <laughs> i love that man because it's it's different perspectives and how like one song can be viewed three different ways yeah right and then just listening to music as a group or just around people it's always awesome. Yeah, it's always right? It's always awesome. Yeah, I and agree with that. I've told them before, like, you know, back in the day, you know, new vinyl record came out, everybody would buy it, and the entire family would sit around in the house and listen, listen to, it. to it together. Right, and, like, read the back of the album and who was a part of it. And now we just, like, go on Spotify and listen to one song. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's kind of a lost, a lost That's feeling. True, yeah, right? man. That, that, that community. Yeah. Exactly. And how far back does that go with people in ancient times, you know, sitting around a campfire you know, like yeah, that, that's that, a great point. That's a great, that's point. how, uh, uh, that's how music essentially got its, got its start it was a form of communication and storytelling. Yeah. yeah. Right. Yeah. Like people from a different language, like how and we, you didn't listen alone. Exactly, you like, listen, like, you know, how, how am I going to tell you my history when we speak a different language? Well, I'm going to do it by dance and beating on this drum and clapping rocks together. Yeah. Like that's how we're going to do it. Totally. And, and then now in this day and age with the way that music is produced and you've got 24 layers of one vocal track yeah. you know yeah. what i'm saying and you've got double guitars and then you've got the rhythm and the lead and you've got all kinds of post-production stuff there's so many things you can hear and sometimes somebody will hear something that another person oh, has yes it, you know yes. so we can bring that to light and then talk about it yeah absolutely absolutely that's a great point yeah absolutely that's so true though about the 67 vocals layered and yeah. oh my gosh <laughs> that is wild no idea like there's so yeah. much that goes into it oh it is, and then there are some tracks where I'm like, I, like that's the way I typically lean in my music, like it's layering a bunch of stuff and guitars <laughs> and all this stuff that people might not even hear. But then hearing, um, you know, some of these other tracks that are way more like simple, and I'm like, how did they do this? You know, there must be yeah, 17 man. guitar layers. I'm like, no, it's just it's just a straight one electric guitar, mono. Too. I will I will say one of um, one of the ways that I found to create a track, and if you want it to be minimalistic and simplistic. You know, like that, um, do the vocal first mm. and then just build mm. around the vocal. If you record the vocal first with nothing at all, then you just kind of end up adding a little something here, a little something here, a little something here. And then it ends up carrying the song, which is really cool. You know, that is pretty brilliant, actually. Yeah, I could see because often you'll try to fit the vocal into the song. 
Yeah, but now you're fitting the song around the vocal. If you write the music and fit the song to the vocal, then it, it accentuates the vocal in the best way possible and the lyrics and everything, and you end up with a really cohesive piece. That is really interesting. I'm going to test that out for sure. Yeah. I love know that, actually. <laughs> Absolutely. Is that how you guys did this track? Um, this one right here, no, until September, sort of. Um, oh, wait, September. so we're talking about two different tracks. Okay, so so you have a new one you're working on currently. Yeah, the one that we just yeah. wrote about 30 minutes ago. Which yeah. Okay. The one that started on Messenger and just messaging back and forth. Yeah. yeah. Till September, I wrote in a dream, um, which... In a dream, you said? In a dream, yeah. Um, you know, in the lyrics, I mean, a lot of it has to do with, you know, things in my life that uh-huh. are one. They're very, very, very specific. Um, and I won't really dive into that, mm-hmm. uh, mostly because I, I don't want to. Um, <laughs> like, I, I don't want to think about it. Um, but anyways, like that that lyric came to me in a dream and the melody came to me in a dream and i just recorded it on my phone that's crazy i just have like the little tiny vocal like note and then i sat down and i pulled out a couple chords to it and then we just kind of went to town on it you know I love and that, it all man. came together in about probably five six hours yeah yeah yeah, yeah, yeah was it like a 2 a.m. phone recording roll over mumble out of the thing and then oh. wake dude you gotta post that you got that's I, so I, I cool. Will. I have it like right here, yeah. You should totally like that's the best BTS behind the scenes content ever, man. Like I know, man. you're like and, you you sound wasted because it's two o'clock in the morning, and yeah, yeah. absolutely. Uh, absolutely. Yeah, and actually, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I was going through a couple other things, and so the song, the lyrics were actually a little different before last Wednesday, and um, I recorded a brand new bridge and changed like some lyrics on the choruses and stuff like that literally and recorded everything on wednesday i love that and, and finished the music video finished editing the music video on friday about two hours before i put it out <laughs> <laughs> yeah. that's crazy that is cool very cool so let's talk about the uh record label I'm, i want to hear more about that so, so i can't give you a, a bunch of details on it because what I can tell you is I am working with a few artists right now. I've had to put a couple things on hold because of just some other issues um, that I'm kind of dealing with right now. And, you know, the band and everything like that. And I'm just kind of trying to car- like compartmentalize a few things. Mm-hmm. Um, but I'm still working with them, you know, like on a weekly basis and stuff like that. So it's going to be a little while before anything comes out. But, you know, it's a new model. Um, it's not being i'm not doing this the way that any other label has ever done it before Mm. Uh, and i'm very excited about it and i think it's going to do extremely well and if it does do what i think it's going to do um with everything that i've planned out for it and with you know the people that are working me have planned out for it i think it could really make a huge difference in the industry and change a lot that's exciting man i love i love the passion and that you have for it totally random question but are you still in law school no did you no. drop out of it? Oh yeah, man. The second the channel took off, I was like, out. No, uh, not going back. That's that was part of my part of my reasoning for doing the channel is like, I don't want to go back. That's cool. Very cool. Very very cool. So, uh, let's go in order. We'll we'll do the three of you guys. I'm curious on if you had to pick like your three top uh, musical influences. Uh, I'd I'd love to hear all three of your your answers. You go first, man. I can. Uh, why do I have to go first? <laughs> um, definitely. Musical influences, I'd have to start off by saying Victor Wooten. I don't know if anyone's ever listened to him. Multi-Grammy award-winning bass player. Mm. He will change how you view music, how you look at life. Like, the dude's incredible. 
Hmm. Um, probably my second one would uh would have to be Journey, obviously, because you can't. It's just a classic, man. You can't. There's so much. Yeah. Uh, it's just it's Journey. You're just a small town girl. Yeah. Like it's great. It's fantastic. Um, and then my last one would be probably actually Les Claypool, which is uh, the lead singer and bass player for a band called Primus, which was this really weird band. But the reason so why weird, yeah. But the reason why I like always liked him is because he took this instrument that you know you either do you know simple stuff or you're doing funk and stuff like that, and he made it like almost experimental, right? Like mm. the stuff that he does with the bass guitar is next level. It's mm. different. Like okay, remember South Park, the mm -hmm. original song for South Park that was written by Les Claypool. Okay. Right? Very cool. Like it's yeah. So it's really this weird, odd stuff, but it allowed me to think about music in a sense of where, like, it's okay to listen to everything possible, no matter how odd it is, mm. or if they don't like it, it doesn't matter. I do. <laughs> right. That kind of thing. Absolutely. Absolutely. I I relate to that very much actually, because I took an electro electronic music class in yeah. high school, and dude, some of the stuff we heard was whack like i'm like i don't like weird like stuff school, it was like in high school i took classical guitar right yeah like taking classical guitar but then i'm over here listening to like mud by les claypool yeah, yeah. it's crazy yeah it's wild <laughs> all right so what do we got next alec all right well before i jump into that just because you mentioned high school real quick i just want to mention that one of my earliest memories of you was in high school in guitar class. Oh no. You know what I'm saying? Oh no. But um, you know, when we were playing some of these shows like in Lake Wales and yeah, stuff like that, yeah, you know. Yeah. And then like I was listening to your band, you know, I came in and I sat behind you in guitar class, so I tapped on your shoulder and I played one of your band's songs. Do you remember? Oh that? my god, I do. <laughs> Dude, what the biggest oh. compliment. I forgot about that. Man. Yeah. Um so anyways, that's cool. That's one of the ways that we met. That's actually how we like really started talking. Yeah. And then you know, we started just talking from there. But I guess, you know, wow. going back into the question here is um, there's really a couple ways to go with that. I guess it's um, actual guitar players because I'm a guitarist and then there's bands, right? Yeah. Um, if we're going guitarists, it would be, of course, every guitar player loves John Mayer, you know. Um, one of my, I guess you could say modern influence is, is um, Isaiah Sharkey, who is kind of like a gospely player, but mm. he actually toured with John Mayer for a while. You know, John Mayer mm -hmm. definitely saw the talent in him. <laughs> so uh, he actually like played with the roots and stuff like that. Um, and then, um, Kellen Quinn, Kellen Quinn. Uh, no, Kellen Quinn. that would be singer, but you know, and then I'm a big jazz guy, right? So I really liked um, George Benson. And so, you know, those are three like idol guitar players, right? Um, and then, but it may be as far as like music goes, uh, still maybe like John Mayer and his band and stuff like that. Um, and then, some out there stuff would be kind of like from Indian Lakes. Um, and who else? Man, there's so many um, local natives, maybe just some unique sounds. Sure. And I know they're not big names necessarily, like like some of these pop stuff, you know. Yeah, but, yeah, yeah. but anyways, they just give me a really cool perspective on music and I like their sound. Yeah, that's cool, man. Same here, like listening to all these unknowns and stuff like that, like Deanna Radcliffe in the Night Sweats, like who knows who that is? <laughs> all right well honestly i i cannot decide mine changes every single week you i know? hear that absolutely uh, 
That's funny you say that because people will say like, oh, what are you loving right now? It's like, well, I go through six month periods of artists yeah. that I'm yeah. obsessed with. Yeah. And you can and see it like, slightly in my music. Like it's yeah. I take a little piece of each of it. Same, man. Like, honestly, I think one of the reasons that, you know, we ended up writing the song this way and going this direction was because I listened to that new Luke Hemmings album. Mm. Like it threw me for such a, a loop. I was just like, I want to write something more real. Like mm. I need something more, more just organic and, and something that feels really good and honest and real. And mm -hmm. so, you know, that's one of the reasons I went there. So, I mean, I guess actually right now he, he influenced me pretty big, but mm -hmm. I guess one of my favorite artists though of all time, which is so weird. I love Meatloaf. I really? love Meatloaf so much. Funny story. My music teacher in high school was the keyboardist in Meatloaf. No, he wasn't. Wow. Yes. No, he wasn't. Yes, Dude, he, was. he wrote like everything. Oh my God. Well, I don't know which stage he was in, like which, which, cause I think oh, they okay, had a couple. Okay, okay. I don't know. I don't know. He might have, but he. So he was a. He played with Meatloaf forever. The dude. He played. His name was uh, Frank Doyle, and it was like cr I think they called him Freaky Fingers Frank or something like that. Crazy Fingers Frank, something I've like heard that. that. Yeah. But he like he he started touring with Meatloaf right as MIDI came out, and MIDI was so like new that like he had to play a whole beat earlier than everybody else because it took a whole beat to get to them. <laughs> That's wow. terrifying. That's hard. That's skill. Yeah. God. Oh man. And then he played with Weird Al. He was on the Weird Al TV show. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. So sorry. So I, cool. I just I had to throw that one out there. No, that's oh, amazing, man. dude. Yeah, but <laughs> I, I've always loved Meatloaf, and I like I said, I go through the phases, man. Like I end up kind of going, I don't know. I start back super far, you know, mm -hmm. like I'll start listening to like big band swing and like jazz. And then all of a sudden it'll move into like the fifties and then I'll go through the sixties and then the seventies. And then yeah. I'll go all the way up to like, like back to pop punk and all that. Mm -hmm. And then I'll just revert back and it just keeps happening. It's like the same cycle over and over and over again. But I do, I love the stones. I love the Beatles. Mm -hmm. I love Fleetwood Mac. I love Tom Petty, you know, all that stuff. I mean, there's some amazing, amazing songwriters in there yeah. that just, huge influences and even like a lot of the 80s bands and stuff like that i always you guys know i always end up wanting to just have big cannon shot yeah. snares and things because that's a huge influence yeah. and some people hate that but well, I, I think for most musicians though like whenever we're normally asked that question like you know who's your favorite artist we almost don't even have one absolutely we just love, we just love music yeah. Yeah. yeah like you know what i'm saying whether it's bluegrass whether if it's jazz whether if it's metal progressive metal it doesn't matter like, we just love music I think I, Alec is one of my favorites, though. I yeah. think he's the best. Yeah. Truthfully, especially we, when he's playing a sick lick walking backwards on the dog. Oh, man. We have a video one day we'll release that's just hilarious that we've made fun of him for for years. That but, is cool, man. I love that. I love that. So plug, let's talk about the, the vlog channel really quick. It's a new, a new channel you just started uh, yeah. maybe about a couple weeks ago. Um, what are the typical I know I know people can go and check that out, you know, if they want to see a typical day to day, but what is a typical day to day for look like for you and all you guys as a band and also you personally, Blake? Honestly, I think it changes just about every day. It's so you know, you understand how it is with um with reacting videos and things like that. You know, you really don't know what's coming <laughs> and what you're gonna end up doing that day, you know, until all of a sudden it's out and you're like, Okay, I guess I gotta get on this. Yeah, exactly. So you do. So it's kind of all over the place, but I generally like I spend my mornings writing and working on, you know, music and, and production and just kind of bettering myself and my skills a little bit, you know, and trying to just sort of keep up with everything, especially now. And I'm sure you understand there's the influx of messages and emails and everything like that is pretty much impossible to keep up with, you know, but you can try. 
yeah. you know, and I definitely try and just try to trying to stay organized, sure. you know, or seven, but then we end up practicing in different places all the time too. Like we never yeah. really know where we're going to end up practicing. So I'm always moving all my equipment around, mm. you know, and, and doing all that. Which but, again, it, it, that's really cool though. Cause it always gives us different environments. Yeah. Side and, yeah. Right? So like, you know, you get inspired by the things around you and that the feel and the vibe of whatever, wherever you're at. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So, but yeah, that's that pretty is, much kind of a day to day. I love that. That is really cool, man. Good stuff. Good stuff. Well, I don't want to take up too much of your time. I know you guys have got a busy schedule. So I definitely want to say thank you so much for taking the time to hang out here on the channel. It was an absolute pleasure. Um, everybody that has not heard the track. So I want to just actually mention a funny comment. Somebody mentioned that the fact that they heard your track till September on Steven's channel before they actually even heard it on your your channel. Nice. Is, that's awesome. Yeah. It's, like, it's funny how like people get so you know butthurt about reaction videos and stuff but i think that it's honestly the biggest compliment like i think they're important absolutely i dude it's literally i think free marketing it's like it's it's what what uh, 50 years ago people would go to uh the the newspaper and read movie critics or or uh, film critics it's literally no different you know it's also i've been thinking about this for a while it's also the exact same thing as what we were talking about earlier when alex said people used to sit around and listen to music yes together and people crave that. And so people don't go to, I think there's just a little bit of a misconception there because people don't go to reaction videos to listen to the song. They go to experience it with somebody else mm-hmm. because people do crave that. You know, mm-hmm. I think they're very important. I think they're an amazing marketing tool. And I think that, you know, I, I just, I, I don't like the misconception with it because a lot of people think that, you know, you're stealing views away from like the original video, but they're I coming totally. for a different reason. Yeah. I completely agree for you. Uh, absolutely. Uh, there's probably 0.5%, like half of 1% of people that have not actually heard the track before yeah. they come to your video. You know what I mean? Absolutely. Absolutely. Cool. That is so true, man. So yeah. when can people expect the next track? Do you have like a timeline for that? Um, Hopefully in the next few weeks. So cool. yeah, that's what we're shooting for. And also please everyone go stream till September. We actually did not because we released it so quickly. We didn't get to... Um, apply for any Spotify playlists or anything. So we really missed the ball there. So we really need as many streams as possible to like help support it, you know, mm. and really get it going. Mm. But we'll see. That's funny. I forgot about that. Like I'm usually the same where I'm like, like for example, I just today list, uh, listed a track that'll be released on Friday, but I forgot that you, what is it? Seven days in advance or 14 days yep. in advance. And I actually emailed them afterwards and I was like, Hey, you know, we had a problem. Like we, we had a deadline that we needed to reach, you know, and um, just trying to get everything together and stuff. So we were not able to do that. Is there anything that can be done there? Basically they said, sorry, <laughs> like there's nothing that can be done. And I was like, okay, well, that kind of sucks. But... Yeah. For real. Uh, so is it, is it under what's, is it under birds of paradise is it under Blake McLean? Where can people find it? Um, it's under birds of paradise. Okay. And, um, you know, we have our Instagram, we have our Twitter, we have, you know, it's on Spotify, all that stuff. You can also go to the music video on my page and all the links are down there as well. Um, so they're pretty readily available, but all the streaming platforms, you should be able to find it pretty easily. Beautiful. Cool. All right. Last question. I like asking everybody this and maybe we'll do like a th- two second answer for each of you guys. Um, cool. is, uh, what is one thing you now know in your music career that you wish you knew starting off? Hmm. I have one. I mean, if you guys, yeah, go for it. And then let the other guys too think of one. When you get stuck, learn something new mm, because okay. everybody gets stuck musically, yeah. you know, at some point or another, you end up in a rut, 
and everything sounds the same everything feels the same and you're just like i can't i I can't write anything you know it's like writer's block but if you pick up a different instrument or you learn something new on whatever you're learning or you're writing on you know just something brand new it will give you a new perspective on it guaranteed Mm -hmm. and you'll be able to take that and it'll just your brain just opens up Mm -hmm. every single time so i think that's one of the best things but alec anything I would tell everyone who's interested in writing music to learn music theory. It's the language of music. Preach. Preach. <laughs> and then also, you know, um, level up on your instruments. So, yeah. you know, learn new techniques and practice those techniques. And then also learn those techniques on other instruments as well. So that way, you know, you can get new creative ideas. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, for me, it'd be kind of like, don't always focus on being a good player focus on being a good musician and that that's great that requires all the other elements of music and not just one or the other and really just figure out who you are and tune yourself into what music is telling you to do like where within the song and the songwriting like where exactly you need to be yeah right you don't always have to be flashy sometimes it's one two notes that's it you're good points like you know made across we're good and i have one more just little comment to add on as well just one more small piece of advice i think is extremely important um with how saturated the music market is now if you really want to get into music and you really want to you know become successful as an artist and everything there are so many people out there putting their music out and it's really difficult for anybody to just see you on instagram and just click on you and go and become invested in you like that you have to remember that you want people to become invested in you as a person first and then your music. Yeah. Can I, can I say one more thing? I'm sorry. You just, I just thought about it now. Um, two, in today's day and age, we had the opportunity that you literally can jam with any of the legends right now, right? You can pull up Spotify, you can play some BB King, oh, yeah, you yeah. can grab your guitar and you can solo. Like, where are you going with this, man? You can solo with BB King. Like, yeah. so you can learn from the people who did it first and did it the best. Yeah. Have patience and take the time. Yeah. And then you cool. can pull up YouTube and say, hey, how do I play this track? And then like, exactly. Yeah. Exactly. It might be wrong, but you'll still learn. Yeah. So. <laughs> well, you have 7,000 other options to check from too. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. exactly. All right. Well, if you guys can hang out two seconds, I just want to say thank everybody else for taking the time for making it all the way through the interview. Definitely go check out Birds of Paradise. Check out all their Instagrams. Uh, I'll put the, all, the, all the links down below of all the different uh, things and definitely check out the track, stream it everywhere you can. And I'll see you guys in the next interview. Thank you so much for watching. Definitely consider subscribing. I'll see you guys. God bless and peace out. All right, everybody. Thank you so much for listening to that podcast. I really hope you enjoy it. If you want to see the video version of any of these episodes, you can check them out on YouTube. Uh, It'll be a Jacob Restituto, the Tuto Talks series. Uh, Hope you enjoyed this. And also, if you want to see clips or anything like, you know, your favorite clip of it, you can see it on TikTok or on Instagram, everywhere. Uh, But best way to get in touch with me if you want to say what's up or have any questions or want to follow up is by texting me two different numbers. You can text me at 631-250-6950 if you're in the U.S. Or WhatsApp is 1-833-575-0948. You rock. Thank you for being a part of Team Tuto. God bless and peace out.